This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. We start things out by going to your phone calls. That's what the show's about, after all. So let's talk to Brian in New Hampshire on the Amp Line. Hello, Brian. Uh, yeah, actually in Missouri right now, presently, somewhere in Missouri. Ooh, sorry about that. I, I guess I was thinking into the future there a little too much. <laughs> well, that's where we're headed. No, we're, uh, uh, we're turning right now, so I hope uh, the cell signal stays up. It's uh, uh, I and my two boys are here, cramped up in the convertible with a uh, motorcycle to- in tow. Nice. And uh, we're, we're taking our first trip, so we'll be there sometime on Monday. Uh, we're going we're gonna to stop uh, in... Um, Visit some friends in Defiance, Ohio tomorrow. Now, you are a Free State Project member. For anybody just tuning in for the very first time, Brian, what is the Free State Project? Why did you become a member? What is uh, what is all this about? Well, the Free State Project is a project to get 20,000 liberty activists to a single state. And uh, New Hampshire was chosen by uh, the first group of those people a few years ago. And uh, when I first heard about this uh, on your show, actually, about a year and a half ago, I said, we got to go. So we're leaving our beautiful uh, place in uh, Colorado, and uh, I've, I've closed down my company, and we got a couple of houses to sell, and we're packing everything and moving east. Now, your, fa- I mean, your, your, your moving process is a lot more intricate than many of the, uh, the people that have already come here to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. As you say, you have a business. You've got a family. Uh, many of the people that have come here are, you know, single people just out of college, so it made it very easy for them. But yet, you've really put it into gear, Brian, and you've made it happen in a, a relatively short amount of time. I know you said this was your first trip. How many more do you have to make after this one? Well, actually, yeah, I, I, we have we have a lot of stuff. You know, the, the days uh, they say that uh, you know a, a man should never have more than he can, you know, should never own more than he can fit in his jeep. You know, <laughs> so the, those those days are long past for me. Uh, so, uh, you know, I looked at uh, shipping all the stuff because we've got household goods, you know, a couple houses worth. We've got mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of farm equipment, tractors, and a whole bunch of horses. And by the time we moved all those over there, it cost, I don't know, thirty or 40000 bucks for all the moving equipment. Wow. So I just, I just bought a big truck and a trailer and a lighter <laughs> truck uh, box, and I'll just be making the trip this summer. I think we've got three trips total uh, plus this one, so four total, I guess. That's amazing. So what was it that was most exciting to you about the idea? I mean, have you ever been an activist before? No. No, I just bent over and took it, you know. I mean, uh, I, I complained, but, you know, it falls on deaf ears. Well, you have to pay your taxes. Well, you have to, you know, register your car. Well, you, ha- you have to have to. No, you don't. <laughs> and when I heard that uh, people were actually getting away with, uh, 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 you know, when I heard other people said, no, you don't have to. Uh, even though they didn't, they might still do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, "Man, we got to go. We got to. We got to help. We got to help these people, and, and therefore help help ourselves." You knew that those were the people that uh, you wanted to be around. Yes, exactly. Because uh, you know, it, it, it's one thing uh, uh, standing in front of a courtyard past the you know, uh, literature, you know, fully informed jury association literature, uh, and then getting harassed by the cops. It's another when ten people are there, you know, photographing the arrest. 
I'd love to say that uh, just as an example of one of the, the neat things that happens when you actually have more than two people that agree with you, uh, and you know that that's what's going on here in New Hampshire, is people like us, people that love liberty, are getting together, and we are getting active in various different ways, from the political to the, uh, the, the market-based activism that we're seeing. There was an example, and uh, I think Dave Ridley called in earlier this week about it. He does RidleyReport.com, which is a great YouTube site uh, with a kind of a window into the world of activism here in New Hampshire. But anyway, there were some activists out front of the State House recently for a Real ID protest, probably only a handful, maybe four or five of them at that particular time. And one of the cops from inside the building decided to come out and harass them because, you know, that's what they're that's what they're trained to do. They're trained to intimidate and put fear into people and, and get them to behave in the way they want them to. If you step out of line, that's what they're there for. So this cop approached and he said uh, first thing he said to Dave Ridley, who had a video camera rolling, was, uh, you know, do you want to stop stop filming? And he said, no, I, I don't want to. And uh, then he turned to the other guys. He said, do you have a permit for this protest? And they said, no, uh, we think we have the right to uh, peaceably assemble and if you have to have a permit then that's not a right anymore and uh, the guy obviously was just used to people bending over for him he kind of stepped back for a moment and then he once again turned to dave ridley with the video camera and said uh, i'd like you to you know please stop uh, filming me and he said well i decline you know i, I respectfully decline but i decline and uh, so Dave continued to film him, and then he said, "All right, well, I'm going to go and have to talk. I'm going to go have to talk to somebody and bring some more people out here." So he was suggesting he was going to bring more cops when he returned, and he never came back. You know, there's just people aren't people are saying no now, and they don't quite know how to handle it. I, yeah, that's that's beautiful. That's yeah, their whole legitimacy hangs on this tiny little thread of. of of compliance, and yep. you know we've all been taught by the government for what three generations now, and you know yeah, of course I have to I have to do all this stuff that the cop says I have to do because he's the government. Yeah, except all, all I'm saying, all, and what we're saying is, well, who is he again? He's just a, co- a cop. He's just an individual, a person. He doesn't have authority, even though he would like you to believe that he does. He only has it if you grant it to him, and well, we're tired of it. I don't think it's the, the police as much as it is the, uh, the the power structure above them. I mean, sure, they're the foot soldiers in the war on our liberties, but, uh, you know, it, it's it's the king at the top that you need to take care of. Well, that's true, and the the paradigm is shifting here. It's we're taking the people from around the country that do understand you can beat City Hall, and we're putting them all in the same place. And inevitably, we will defeat City Hall, and maybe the, the uh, you know the entire maybe we'll be able to secede from the union. Who knows what's going to happen here in New Hampshire? But it sure is going to be exciting, and it's great to have you a part of it, Brian. Any other thoughts for us tonight? Well, we'll uh, we'll be there in a couple of days. We're going to come right through Keene. I'm not sure when, when we'll be there, but uh, we'll stop by if uh, if it's uh, still light outside. Great. Thanks, Brian, and have a safe trip. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. 800-259-9231. It's happening right now. I mean, to those of you listening to this, hearing about this for the first time, the Second American Revolution is well underway, if you want to term it that way, though I prefer the term evolution. We're evolving from our prior understanding of this concept of authority and that some people are better than others or others must rule over you to uh, evolving into a, a more voluntary order where people don't get along by threatening each other, where people, as we normally do in our day-to-day lives, we simply interact with one another on a voluntary basis. Hard to, hard to argue with that. Let's, let's take that voluntary aspect, the structure that it is society for 99% of everything that we do is all voluntarily interacted. Let's take that and expand it out to the, to the rest of uh, the, the society, and that is the governmental structures. 
it's time for these government people to stop behaving like bullies, to stop behaving like children, who, uh, and it's time for them to start behaving like adults and start engaging in business on a voluntary basis. That's how we do business. We don't force people to come and advertise on our show. We don't force people to call in and talk to us. We don't force anybody to take our radio show and put it on their airwaves. We do business on a voluntary basis, and so do you, at least if you're not a government person. If you're somebody operating in the marketplace selling a product or a service, that's how you do business. You do business because people want to do business with you. You do it because you're offering a product or service that others want and are willing to pay for because it's valuable to them. And if government people want to claim that their products are so wonderful and so valuable, then let them offer them in the marketplace of ideas just like the rest of us do. You know, I, I think that's absolutely true, and probably some of the uh, best examples are, you know, local and municipal governments uh, offering things like uh, cable TV, you know, cable TV, or or giving a contract to cable TV operators, or giving uh, electrical um, electrical service or water. Are you telling me that these things couldn't be offered in the marketplace? That they have to be given a monopoly by the local government? Doesn't make much sense to me. It doesn't make any sense at all when you consider that uh, one of the most important things, like food, mm-hmm. is handled in the marketplace and handled darn well. You have choice of um, you have the choice of one water service, and if you don't like their service, too darn bad. I suppose you could always call the Culligan man and order a bunch of bottled water, but and take a shower in it. It'd be tricky. Yeah, it would yeah. be darn difficult. Um, whereas. In the grocery store, you go in there and you just see item after item after item. There's all these different things from all over the world offered to you. It's really amazing. Let's uh, continue here more with your calls. Whatever you want to talk about goes if you make the call at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Because if you don't stand up to the government, they will regulate every single aspect of your life. And to give you proof of that, we'll go to Sweden here in a moment where there's some pretty crazy new pet regulations. More on the way. You can take control. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is a live Saturday edition of the program, and you can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website. Freetalklive.com is the place to go. All the features there are totally free including live streams, broadband version, and a dial-up version, both free for you. So enjoy them on us at freetalklive.com. Do you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections? Well, SACL CAI does collections. They do early outbilling, and they purchase charged-off receivables. They do collections in a whole new way. They uh, they, they collect with respect from people. They, they don't treat them badly, and uh, they record every call so that you can check it later. SACL CAI. Check out their banner at freetalklive.com, and you can do business with businesses that support Free Talk Live. We'll continue to discuss, as I said, the micromanagement that governments uh, insist upon uh, for your life here in a moment. But we'll continue with your calls first because your calls are primary. Let's go to Ziggy in the U.K. on the amp line. Hello, Ziggy. Hi, guys. What's on your mind Uh, tonight? Yeah, basically two words which I think that get uh, uh, misused quite a fair bit. Um, Progressive and liberal. Okay. Now, you know, progressive I know in the U.S. generally means people of a left-wing nature. However, what does that make libertarians? Luddites? You know, progressive means that you believe in humanity progressing. And I think the vast majority of the Mm. people around the world want that. Yes, that's that's what I've said. I've always said that we're progressing toward liberty, and the so-called progressives are progressing toward socialism. Yes, exactly. Also, the word liberal, I know that in America it is used as a generic term to mean left-wing. 
However, around the world, it has other uh, meanings. I mean, for instance, the Liberal Party in Australia is equivalent to the GOP. Mm-hmm. Um, in Germany, the Liberal Party is libertarian. Really? And and remember, the, the alternate um, term for libertarianism is classical liberal. It's true. Um, you know, it is, it, it is one of the most um, misused words in the English language, I, I, I reckon. Yep, you know, I wanted to point out that Thomas Jefferson considered himself to be a classic liberal. Or yes, a liberal uh, at the time. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas Paine as well. There's a lot of confusion out there about it, and it's understandable for the reasons you're giving. Uh, plus, uh, I mean, right here in America, as you say, the term liberal has changed over the years. Uh, we used to be considered, libertarians used to be considered classical liberals. You could also call libertarians paleoconservatives. Uh, so, I mean, you can, you can change your political hat as, uh, as often as you want, uh, or change the, the terminology as often as you want. But the fact is, you know, it, as long as you define what it is you're talking about, you'll be okay. The problem is just using that word will get people to misunderstand what it is you're talking about. If you label yourself that way, they will not understand. Uh, and uh, so it's just, I think it's just beneficial to stay away from it entirely, to stay away from that, stay away from the term conservative. In fact, I would say even stay away from the term libertarian at this point, because there well, are so many people... I, hmm? I generally refer to myself as a free market liberal, um, because I've, I've found libertarianism to uh, come with too much baggage. Um People think it's a fixed thing on a, on, on a political spectrum. And Free market said, liberal, yeah. that'll certainly confuse some people, no doubt about it. When I've, uh, well, well I, I, the reason I call myself that is because, first of all, I believe in, you know, economically I'm a free marketeer. And socially, I, I, I'm a liberal. Um, I like to dis- this, uh, the, the other problem you find, especially in this country, is libertarianism is often assumed to be the preserve of conservatism. Yep, that's certainly yeah. a problem here, too. When I talk to people on the phone um, about the show, when I'm trying to sell ads for the show, uh, they they will often say that, uh, oh, well, aren't you ultra-conservative then? <laughs> well, in some ways, yes, I am. But in some ways, I'm pretty darned liberal. Ultra-liberal, sure. I, I, I like to uh, say that I'm so um, conservative that I make Russ Limbaugh squeal and so liberal that I'd make a, um, you know, a Democrat holler. Actually, I've got a quick question about your advertising. I know you've got the banner um, auction going on at the moment. We do. Um, if, a, for instance, a, 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 you know, if someone really did test you, say, say an escort agency said, right, we want to use that banner space, would you give it to them? An escort agency? Sure, I wouldn't have a problem with that. The things that really would bug me would be like, there was one guy that tried to advertise with us some sort of racist website, and I don't want anything to do with that. So uh, it's just really my personal preferences that will determine the content of the banner ads, and I'm pretty darn uh, liberal, I guess you could say, with uh, with who will allow on the site. Ziggy, thanks yeah. for the call tonight, dude. 800-259-9231. Let's go to South Carolina. Aaron, listening on WSCFM. Hello. Just dropped. Sorry. Oh, he's gone. All right. 1-800-259-9231. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Let's try Doug in Arkansas. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Doug. I would like to say that I was not screened. Well, we know what your name start is, Start the game off. You know what I'm saying? Have you looked up on the computer where we were talking the other day about the difference between contrails and chemtrails? You know what, Doug? Uh, no, uh, because I don't care. Why? Don't you care? Didn't that, you listen a few days ago when oh, you con- sir, when you guys I've called listened. in for an hour straight about this topic? No, I, I We listen. didn't explain it explicitly can enough? I, can I speak? By all means, sir. Absolutely, sir. It's your show, anything. All I asked was, did you look to see the difference between a contrail and a chemtrail? No. Okay, there's a difference. 
And so? we're getting chemtrails constantly. And if you can't tell the difference between a contrail and a chemtrail, I don't know about you, why Doug. Why do you have but, a radio show? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, Doug, but I've got important things to do with my day, like run my radio show and try to bring more radio stations on board with it. And when I'm not doing those things, I've got uh, these activist things that I'm doing here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, where we're actually, you know, saying no to government and standing up against the state and living living life free. And I don't really concern myself, and nor does anyone that I know of concern themselves with contrails or chemtrails or whatever you want to call them, the the little trails that planes leave in the sky. Because to me, it doesn't really matter. Those are, 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 first of all, before we go on, are you one of the chemtrail kooks that believes that they're trying to change the weather or trying to to uh, poison you, Doug. Uh, what, are, what are you going to say to that, man? Uh, can I? Can I? If you'll let me have the time that you just spewed out your blah 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 blah, but it's your show. Here's what I have to say: that I am a kook that believes that there are trails in the sky. Mm. They're not contrails that are making magnificent trails in the sky, and that our weather is being affected, among other things, and. From then on, you have to wonder, why do people like you come on here and call me a kook, even though it's your show? Why would you call me a kook on your own show when I'm talking about something that you can look out your window, go to your back door, go outside, and you can see it? Well, um, It's apparent that our weather is under some kind of something. This, this weather we are having, Doug, the Doug, United States Mark. of America, is not natural. Doug, this is Mark, and I think that weather, you know, I, I think the weather is kind of natural because it's, you know, fitting most of the patterns um, that it has o- over time. But I, I yeah. wouldn't doubt for a second no that the, the government would like to control the weather, and they might be very well doing something up there in the sky. I don't think they're trying to poison us. That doesn't make any, any sense to me. But um, what are you going to do about it? What am I going to do about it? Yeah. I'm going to sit here and call every radio show I can until somebody wants to talk about what they're putting in the sky. That's uh, what we're I, talking about Doug it, Doug. Can do about it. We're talking Doug to you Arkansas about it right now. can call you guys and call them guys, call that network and that other network, and wonder how come I'm getting, I'm getting designs, man, that look like, you know, I don't want to go. I'm, I don't, I'm getting designs in the sky that you have to wonder when they're putting weather patterns into the weather's unnatural. Okie dokie. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. That's funny. I mean, we just got through wintertime. It snowed during the winter. It gets hot during the summer. There's rain here and there. What exactly is unnatural about that? More on the way. You can take control. It is Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. 
Again, that is freetalklive.com. Those features include, by the way, updates, so you get signed up, and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list for free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. The world's largest machine gun shoot and military gun show is April 11th through the 13th at Knob Creek Gun Range. It's fun for the whole family with machine guns and flamethrowers for rent, helicopter rides, and 800 tables showcasing handguns, rifles, shotguns, and more. Opens 9 a.m., 10, uh, 10 bucks per person, knobcreekrange.com. That's knobcreekrange.com. 800-259-9231. Let's go to George in Indiana. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, George. Hi, guys. Now, look, I, uh, I want to mention something on the Comtrail, Chemtrail thing, only because uh, uh, I don't think he's even educated into this, but if you would go to silentsuperbug.com and scroll down to the bottom, you'll see a ticker tape of some amazing people and, and uh, medical agencies that are watching this, and then if you click and go on the site, there is something going on. Morgellons disease is hitting the coastlines, and, and just check that site out before you be critical on it, because I don't know what it is up there. I'm 58 years old. I watch jets all my life. It looks a little bit different, but that website will tell you something. So you're one of the people that thinks that they are poisoning people? Is that right? I, I don't Infecting know. Them? Now, now, there was someone that went up there and collected some of that and found barium. Yeah, we've heard that claim repeated over and over again, but I've never actually seen anything, you know, uh, hard, uh, any hard evidence. And you would think if it was happening as often as the chemtrail people believe that it's happening, you'd think you could easily go up there uh, several times and collect uh, whatever it is that they're allegedly letting out of these planes. But, you know, to suggest that someone went up there and did, you know, collected it is really, it sounds like, you know, something that you learned from an, an Internet email without any real source or credibility. I agree. I agree. Uh, but that one website does address that, and it also has a map where you can see where it's where people are coming down with this Morgellons disease, and, and they tend to want to tie it into that for some reason. They're finding a cobwebs and stuff that's falling to the ground all over their cars, all over, and, and some people have collected it in jars. But this is this is a medical website, so don't expect to understand a lot of it. I mean, if you were a doctor, you'd probably really enjoy this. They even take it under the microscope. So. All I'm saying is check out SilentSuperbug.com, and then you guys, maybe in a later program, come back and tell me what you think about what you read there. Maybe we will. Thanks for the call. I don't know if I, I can guarantee it, though. Thank you, though. I understand. Yep, you 800. guys do well. Thank right. you. Thanks, 800-259-9231. It's just not something that concerns me. It's, I nothing, don't, it's nothing, even if they, if they are doing it, it's nothing I can do anything about. Right. Look, you're, you're, if you're in this little chemtrail group, these conspiracy theorists of the chemtrail world, you believe one of two things, or both. You believe that they are trying to modify the weather or that they're trying to modify your health in some way, right? Those are pretty much the two theories that are out there. Sounds right. Okay. If they are modifying the weather, then it's probably one of the least objectionable government programs I've ever heard about. At least they aren't trying to kill people. I mean, I understand. They've, you know, they're taking your money, their tax dollars, and they're putting it into these weather, weather modification programs by, by going and spraying chemicals in the sky. Okay. So they make it rain a couple times, or they make it snow when it's not supposed to snow. I'm not really sure what the results of that would be beyond just changing the weather from its normal patterns, right? Are you right. with me so far? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, it's the government. Yeah, they waste money, and it's awful, but they've already stolen the money, so I'd rather them spend the money on uh, modifying the weather than bombing people in Iraq. Okay? So modify the weather, fine, whatever. If it's the poisoning thing, 
then there's certainly reason to be concerned there. I mean, nobody wants to be poisoned. They certainly don't want their family members to die, which brings, brings, right to the, uh, brings me to the first question of, well, what about the family members of the people r- running this program? If you believe these chemtrail callers, then you think, then if you believe what they're saying, then they're crisscrossing all of America with these chemicals. Are the families of the people flying the planes being told by their loved ones what they're up to? Are they being instructed to put on gas, uh, gas masks to prevent themselves from absorbing the evil chemicals? Or are they just being subjected to the testing as well? The people that are up there flying around the planes not give a damn about their families and are just subjecting them to the testing? And what about the, uh, the, you know, the fact that people are living longer? Doesn't that fly in the face of the claim that the government has been poisoning people for you know, two decades or however long they claim these tests have been going on? What about that? I... I <laughs> These are all excellent questions. Once again, you could go back and forth between, you know, the, the, the chem, this chemtrail thing, you could just keep going back and forth between the, the two sides. Is it true? Is it not true? Well, we've seen this or we've seen that. Really, when it's all said and done, let's say it's true. Let's say the federal government is poisoning people. Okay. Now what? Well, that guy's going to call radio stations all day. The guy that called in a couple uh, phone callers ago, he's mm-hmm. going to just call radio stations as though that's going to do something to, to change things. Doesn't seem like it's going to do a lot. Although, let's see. We know for a fact the government is uh, bombing people in Iraq and killing people uh, in Afghanistan. We know that our liberties are slipping away every day, we know- a la TSA and uh, border checkpoints and all kinds of things right, like that. And very little is being done about that. There's all kinds of, I mean, there, there's no question that those things are being done. There's no question that government is engaging in those terrible things. Yet government is certainly not changing its direction away from that. The CIA has been meddling in other countries' affairs for years, killing people, setting up assassinations, doing all kinds of uh, terrible things. Setting up, uh, you know, uh, t- uh, despotic leaders that we later have to go in and uh, take out. I would rather they not be doing that, but I don't think calling radio stations is going to do anything to change that. I don't think calling radio stations is going to make the CIA go away tomorrow. So, first of all, I don't believe the claims of the chemtrail conspiracy theorists. I think they're just people with really, sadly, nothing better to do with their time. Maybe they should just go back to watching television rather than letting their imaginations run wild. Uh, I don't believe them, but even if they're true, it doesn't affect what I'm doing at one iota. I'm not going to change this show into some chemtrail show because it's crazy crack pottery. So we're not going to be focusing on that because it's not important, because it's not important to the message of liberty. And that's what I like to talk about. I like to talk about freedom, liberty, and how we can achieve it in our lifetimes. Because if it's true that the government is doing this evil chemical spraying that these people allege, well, then if we're successful in seceding from the Union, then that might help stop the program. If we're successful in helping people understand liberty again to where they no longer want the federal government, well, if the federal government is abolished, then odds are good the little chemical spraying program will be abolished, too. That is, presuming it's the feds that are engaging in it. Seems like they would be the ones with the big planes to do it. Yeah. So, in fact, that would solve all kinds of uh, the problems that the conspiracy theorists seem to uh, busy themselves with. Right. Whether it be the chemtrails or whether it be the, uh, let's see, the 9-11 thing that they love so much, uh, all of those problems would be solved by abolishing the federal government. So why don't we focus on real, concrete things that can be done to reduce the role of government in our lives, and by proxy... All of these little conspiracy things will no longer be a problem anymore. Doesn't that make sense? Makes perfectly good sense to me. 1-800-259-9231. You take control. Let's talk to Kevin 
in Florida, listening on WFTL. Hey, Kevin. Uh, hey, guys. Thanks hey. for taking my call. Yes, sir. What's on your mind? You know, on the issue of solutions for these um, issues, uh, first of all, the word conspiracy just basically means, uh, you know, uh, uh, a plan hatched in secrecy, you know, that has a negative effect on a large group of people. So, it, you know, it's, it probably we shouldn't dis- dismiss or poo-poo the concept of conspiracy because if you think about it... I don't think it, I dismissed or poo-pooed the concept of conspiracy, sir. I didn't do that at all. Oh, okay. Uh, but listen, on the issue of, of solutions, perhaps because time is linear and we're, we're at an accumulated point of events, perhaps, you know, things are at, like, critical mass that this is decisions have been made. In terms of the Iraq war, for instance, that there really is no way that we can make it better. But perhaps we can raise awareness, which will allow people to maybe to evolve to a point that something happens collectively in the human consciousness. It sounds abstract, but I think, um, you know, we're at a critical point now, and I don't think that there's any legitimate... You know, there's no, no one person is going to come up with a brainstorm that's going to turn things around. Well, um, I have done something that I think that uh, that that people can do pretty easily, relatively easily in their lives, um, to you know combat the uh, growing form of government here. And I've moved for the Free State Project. I don't think that uh, trying to raise the consciousness of America, who's far more concerned with Paris Hilton than anything else, um, is really going to be very effective. That's a good point. Thank you for the call tonight, Kevin. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one is the SACL CAI toll free line for you. You as always can bring up whatever's on your mind. This is your show. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there, totally free. So enjoy them on us. And if you like the show, want to help support Free Talk Live, then become an amplifier. Just head over to amp.freetalklive.com to get on the program. It stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is a simple one. You send in three bucks a month to the show, and we will give you some perks, like access to the amp-only call-in line, the amp-only chat room and forum, uh, and a few more things as well. You can get all the details at amp.freetalklive.com. But what do we do with the money, you might be asking? Well, it's very simple. The money comes in, we reinvest it into the show. We, uh, for instance, invested into advertising to reach out to more radio stations across the country and thereby get more stations on board and thereby more people come across the message of freedom and liberty. That's the idea, and it's working pretty well so far, so get on board and get some perks. It's amp.freetalklive.com. We go to the phone calls. Ladies first, Marjorie in Utah is on the line. Hello, Marjorie. You're on Free Talk Hi. Live. How are you doing? What's on your mind tonight? Well, um, I do appreciate all that you guys do. Man, it's just fabulous what you guys are doing to promote freedom and and to help us from having the government grow bigger And okay. because they're growing by leaps and bounds. But I do think you should keep your eyes open in all areas, and that includes chemtrails, because I think it's lethal what they're doing to us within our skies. Are you dead also yet? The, pardon? Are you dead? I'm uh, sickly. Well, I'm, I'm not. Well, that's uh, your different makeup, but that doesn't mean mm. that it's not happening and that you won't be sick one of these days. You don't know because they can do anything in the skies. And, and like out here where I live, I had to get out of Salt Lake because the pollution there was just killing me. I, I'm really susceptible to chemical pollution. I, anything else doesn't bother me. And so I had to leave, and when I I came out here in this real area that I live, it was so beautiful, and the birds would sing every night, all night long, next to my house. Night singing birds, okay. Sure, those aren't bats? (laughs) No, well, there's 
all kinds of things, but let me finish what I'm saying. Yeah. And there was bees flying around and everything. And then I noticed a chemtrail, and it was just leaking all over the sky. You know, it was falling down, and it made me sick, and I took a picture of it. And then uh, there were so many that I got used to them. But last year, my neighbor has about five cats, and all of their kittens died. They just couldn't make it except the one that was indoors. That mm-hmm. one made it. And animals are dying. Um, I'm getting sick from... Guess we're just all going to die, huh? What? I guess we're just all going to die, huh, Marjorie? Yeah, one way or the other. Don't yeah. you know, haven't you studied how they're putting stuff in our water, stuff no. in our food? No, Marjorie. you know, you, you got to be really careful. No, I'm careful. healthy. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying life. I'm healthy. And I, I eat the same food and uh, drink the same water. Mark, you're 10 years older than me. How you doing? Um... I'm okay, I guess. Just okay? You're well, breathing. You're, you're here. You're also young. When you get older, the less you can take this mm. stuff and survive. You know, and it hurts the babies and the old people. More so why than is it they're else. doing this, Marjorie? Why, why don't you go ahead and speculate? Why is it they're trying well, to kill everyone? Well, because the Bible says that they will oh, be the Bible. given... Yes, they will. Revelation says they will be given permission to kill off one quarter of the world's You know, that Bible says a whole lot of stuff, doesn't it? 1.6 million people. Or billion, I'm not so sure. So you, you're getting all of your information from some old book? It's Is that not right? an old book. It's God's Word, and it's very Oh, what a load of nonsense. Current. But it doesn't matter. Who told you it was God's stuff? Word, huh? Your mom? You need to pay attention. Just because you're young and healthy doesn't mean that you can put others down that are older and wiser. You know, you need to pay attention. That's a problem. People aren't paying attention to older and wiser. Just because you're a hemophiliac doesn't mean they're spraying the sky no, with I'm chemicals, not. sweetie. I've never been one except what I went through when I lived in Salt Lake. It dang near killed me because they had started up the nerve gas incinerator and it blew right directly in my house. And it nerve gas incinerator? <laughs> a nerve gas incinerator. Wow. See, the rabbit hole just keeps going deeper, doesn't it, Mark? Thank you for the call tonight, Marjorie. The rabbit hole for these conspiracy people, it do, it never ends. Well, it does for in, individual. Individual ones have, you know, whatever they, whatever they believe in. But it's the it's it's the cohorts, you know, the, the, the people that, you know, believe that the lizard people are running the nation. And apparently ner- nerve gas incinerators are brand new to me. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> You know, I, I, I just, you know, when it comes to most of these things, what are we going to do about it? What are, could we possibly do about it? I guess we're just going to have to croak, Mark. I mean, if, if the, uh, the the United States government is so nefarious that it's poisoning uh, it, it, its own people maliciously. They apparently don't want tax dollars anymore. I mean, if they keep right. killing people, they're going to get less tax money, aren't they? Right. And, and then they're letting uh, illegals across the border. You know, they're doing a poor job of keeping them out or whatever. Then you know, what kind of sense oh, does that make? See, that's the plan. Kill off all the Americans so all the illegals can come in. Yep. I'm just trying to make up stuff. Because that's what they do. They just make it up. Let's go to Doug in Indianapolis listening on WXNT. Hello, Doug. Doug, you're on the yes, air. Yes. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, I listen to a lot of talk radio, and I just happen to have you on, and I have no idea where you guys are coming from. You uh, About a half an hour ago, uh, we're discussing uh, being pulled over by law enforcement and a group of guys getting out and videotaping and not following the uh, law enforcement officer's instructions, and uh, you more or less applauded that. No, it wasn't. Uh, they weren't pulled over. They were protesting in front of the uh, New Hampshire State House. Okay. And a, uh, a cop be, be, approached yeah. them. Okay, be that whatever they may. And then yeah. I'm going to put a bunch of questions together and then listen to your answer. Sure. Okay. And, and then the uh, 
young woman that I just heard on uh, while I was on the phone, and uh, one of the one of the, you two gentlemen said, uh, "Who told you it was God's word?" She read it in the Bible. Well, who told you it wasn't God's word? I don't know. I mean, it seems what, like an old book your, to me. What is your premise? You say you say that there's nothing that we can really do about it. These uh, people thinking that we're uh, not that you admitted that there was stuff falling out of the sky out in wherever Montana or whatever. But I just don't know where where, where do you start and where do you stop? Well, well, uh, it's an interesting it's question. Very easy. We we believe in your personal liberty. Um, your your you know the concept that uh, the country was founded on, um, freedom and liberty. And as far as people protesting and uh, you know not obeying the uh, the orders of officers or the uh, requests of officers to uh, you know not disperse and go away Where's when they're permit? protesting. You know, I, I read the First Amendment and it says uh, the right of pe- the people to peaceably assemble. It doesn't say with a permit. Because a permit means you have to ask permission from the government. And that's not a right if you have to ask permission. Do you understand? I'll go, I'll go along with that one. I'm all right on that. Okay, great. So while you're on that subject, so you are then pro-law enforcement only if it's done to the critique of not uh, affecting the First Amendment. I, I have to say that uh, I, for one, am not pro-law enforcement. I'm in favor of uh, peace officers. Uh, I don't like most of the laws we have in this country, so therefore I can't be in favor of the enforcement of them, and I think most of these laws are harming people that have never hurt another person. For instance, the war on drugs would be a wonderful example. If somebody does harm somebody, I think that they, uh, they need to be taken right. off the streets. I think if you are hurting another person, then yes, in that case I would absolutely be in favor of uh, removing that person from society. Uh, and certainly having them pay restitution to their victims. But that doesn't describe the job of law enforcement today. Uh, Law enforcement's job today is to blindly enforce uh, the laws that they are given by whatever state legislature or or federal government uh, creates uh, upon the rest of us without really uh, any thought whatsoever, and I I find that kind of despicable. Well, who who is going to legislate then? Uh, is your party going to legislate what is law and what is not law? I don't think we need legislation, sir. I think that the, there's one law, and it's very simple. It's do no harm. If you don't harm others, then you should be unmol- you should be left unmolested. Doesn't that make sense? To a point, except once again, you guys are, in my humble opinion, so broad on your explanations. I mean, I think that I'll get a specific on dealer, anything you want. I think I think, I think uh, that a drug dealer. Uh, a someone that uh, is involved with uh, prostitution. Hold on, before, before you go on with prostitution, um, let's talk about a drug dealer. Now, is a drug dealer a bartender who serves somebody uh, an alcoholic beverage? Uh, no. But I is a drug dealer no. a doctor who gives somebody a prescription? Uh, no. I would oh, not so say that. you think that some drugs are okay? It's just the ones that the government has said is bad um, that is then therefore meted out by the black market, which wouldn't be there if the government didn't say that drug was bad, those people need to be punished. Well, yeah, I would say those uh, those drugs that would cause harm to other people. You know how many people die every year from them. prescription drugs, sir? sir? Do you know how many people you die every year from alcohol? drugs I'm on per, year, per day, sir, and I'm 57 years old. Oh, well, if I didn't have the prescription look, drugs... I've smoked pot fact, and I'm I not dead get, either. I could, I could get some better prescription drugs if I was in Mexico myself but i don't drive to mexico as some people do or fly to mexico to bring in drugs that haven't been approved by the fda well and and who is the fda i mean the, the fda keeps keeps 
drugs, new experimental drugs from the American people that could very well save lives. People died from the FDA. You know, Doug, you didn't have a chance to really make a point about the drug dealer thing, and I want to make sure he has that chance. If you'll hold through the news, we'll bring you back. 800-259-9231. And if you're on hold as well, we will get to your calls. Do be patient. This is your show. You can take control. It is Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. is your show. It's a live Saturday edition of the program. Take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there are totally free, so enjoy them on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. I believe Doug has held through the news break, which is very rare for people to do, so congratulations to you, Doug. We're bringing you back for a little more discussion because, uh, well, you know what? It was an interesting conversation, and I wanted to continue it, and I I didn't think you had enough of a chance to really make your point because Mark interrupted you when you were going to say something about drug dealers and prostitutes, so I wanted to make sure you had that opportunity. Go ahead, sir. I appreciate that. Uh, In other words, I, I understand... I, I don't understand you guys quite quite honestly, because is it your uh, first time well, listening, Doug? I made the call, but is on he... the prostitution and on the drug dealers, et cetera. Yes, sir. My question is: Do you think that they do not harm people? Nope. I think that uh, the individuals wow. that are doing business with those people are choosing to do business with those people, and they themselves can choose whatever they want to do for the with their Doug, own lives. Do you think that gun manufacturers harm people? I believe I believe that everybody has the right to bear arms. But however. guns kill people. Are you aware of that? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Then, do you think that we should hold gun dealers right, right now? Do you I think don't that, go empty do you think that we should hold gun dealers responsible for the gun deaths in America? No, I'm not going to hold them responsible. Well, then for why that. in the world would you hold a drug dealer responsible for the drug deaths in America? Once again, you guys are very good at turning things around. No. So they meet whatever you're standing for. I'll, I, I'll, I, I stand thank for. You, like you said, for letting me hang hang around, you know, during the commercial break, which I was more than happy to do. I just have one final question. Sure. And then I'll leave it alone uh, because I am very pro police. Okay. And let's say somebody comes up and knocks on your window, and you roll it down, and he puts a gun through it and uh, starts to carjack you. Who are you going to call? Well, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I, if you call somebody, you're liable to get shot, right? You're, gonna, you're liable to get shot either way. Well, you're liable well, to get I shot, but, but, when, but, you know, the carjackings go on in America all the time. Where are the police? Well, they're catching as many of them as they can. Where no, are the they're out, they're out grabbing people for, um, you know, smoking a joint, and they're stopping people for uh, speeding. That's what they're I doing. I know the president of normal back in 1960, so I, I don't, I'm not going there. Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm just all asking, I'm saying is that the, police, you, uh, the police are great. They're a great little cleanup crew. Okay, but if you okay. think if you think that the police are out there to protect you, if they have the opportunity, I believe that many of them, most of them, will throw themselves in front of a bullet for you, Doug, I, and me, and me too. Will. But they're not everywhere. Okay, they can't be everywhere, and that's not their job. Their job is to go out there and enforce the laws as as, as they're put on the books. And most times, it, it seems to me that those laws are contrary to the freedoms that our founding fathers put in place for us. Yeah, we'd rather well, see without the, the freedom of of uh, some of our founding fathers, you wouldn't be able to be on the air talking the way you're talking. Absolutely true, and I thank them for it every day. You know, Doug, well, I'm glad uh, you thank somebody for it. Doug, and, we, th- uh, we think I'll that. I'll end with God bless you. I don't understand you. 
but I is it your first time listening, Doug? Doug, is this Pardon your me, is this your first time listening? Oh, absolutely. Okay, well, keep listening, and you'll you'll get it eventually. In fact, I th- I think we'd like to see the police investigating real crimes like what you talked about with the carjackings and the murders and the rapes. But unfortunately, there's a significant percentage of police resources that are being directed toward investigating, like Mark was saying, people that smoke marijuana and pulling people over for speeding. And it seems to me that that's not what they should be doing. Thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. You can take control. Is that so radical? Is that so crazy? Yeah, that Americans should have... Um, freedom that we shouldn't, uh, you know, that we shouldn't enforce uh, what we want through uh, aggression and violence, and that's what most of these laws are, especially the uh, the ones that are based on morality out there. Um, yeah, the, whose morality? Uh, well, yeah, I, I assume in this country it's Christian morality. Um, but so it's Christ, Is it Christian to drink but not to smoke? Well, wait, you can smoke cigarettes. Smoke cigarettes, smoke which can't smoke marijuana? anything else. God knows. I mean, it's just ludicrous. There's not even consistent morality. It's just, a, it's just absolutely absurd. Please, leave people alone who aren't harming others. And drug dealers and prostitutes are not harming anyone else. They're engaging in what, what we would call consensual crimes, meaning that the people that are the parties to that so-called crime, the John and the prostitute or the drug dealer and the drug purchaser, are all consenting individuals. They're choosing what they want to do with their lives, and they should be able to live their lives without fear of being thrown in a jail cell. Jail should be reserved for violent individuals who are a threat to others. Doesn't that make sense? Makes sense to me. Let's go to your phone calls and talk to David in New Hampshire listening on WNTK. Hello, David. How you doing? Where, uh, where exactly in New Hampshire are you guys? The lovely area of Keene, New Hampshire. Okay, so you're stopping me. I'm in Grafton. Yes, sir. Um, I don't know much about you. I, I, I'm a conservative, and I am libertarian at the same time, but I'm, uh, I, I went the way of uh, Larry Elder, who I find, uh, you know, kind of an icon. Uh, hmm. You know him, right? I don't know him personally, but I do know he is a uh, talk show host that leans libertarian, though he's not fully libertarian. Okay, and and I'm I'm just I'm curious on, on some, my my brother my my younger brother is uh, is very heavy into your movement, and he's a Ron Paul uh, person, and mm-hmm. I just um, I, I, I'm asking because I don't know, I haven't listened an awful lot to you. Are, are you? fairly atheistic are you how 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 do you feel about uh faith I, i'm i'm certainly I'm, I'm not a practicing uh i'm a christian but i'm not a practicing christian and i don't start spouting uh chapter and verse out of the bible but i believe that it's it's what separates us from the animals in my my opinion I, I think you'll find that, uh, I mean, certainly when you ask that question, you're only asking it of myself and Mark on the show. We certainly don't represent other libertarians in any way because libertarians vary widely when it comes to their religious beliefs. Uh, there are atheist libertarians and there are devout Christian libertarians out there. Yeah, I, uh, I think it's a very strong position to come from to be a Christian libertarian because Jesus would have never used uh, the force of government. Jesus would have never sent an, an army over to Iraq to kill people um, to get what they get what he wanted. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I personally, you know, when it comes to sort of monotheistic beliefs, I reject those. Uh, therefore, you could probably label me an atheist. But at the same time, I also sort I also subscribe to what do you call it, Mark? The science of the mind. Science of mind. Where basically the suggestion is that that 
you know, we're all basically gods in a way. Uh, Pieces of God. Yeah. If you Sons want to look of God. Like that, that, that there is not some monotheistic old man with a beard in the sky up there deciding what is right and what is wrong and punishing you if you, you, know, if you pick the wrong religion. I don't, I don't appreciate that belief system personally. My, my problem, my problem with, with everything, and, and just because um, war started to become very unfashionable after World War II, um, then, then whenever we did go into a conflict, now, now mind you, we, we left Europe because of what evil animals they were, and we came over here, and every ism that ever came out of the, every ism that we've ever fought has been against Europeans, and now it's against the jihad. And um, FDR didn't want to go into World War II until uh, until um, Hitler attacked Stalin, which which was a big no-no. And then, so so I'm telling you, the religion that we really have in this country is is political correctness. And I know every people groan when I say it, but we put a smiley face on something, and, and all of a sudden. It's palatable, and you know the the UN is just about the most. And when I say evil, I mean when I say evil, I mean that it it, it kills. I don't it was, think you'll find any disagreement here about the UN. Yeah, uh, I'm. UN, the UN was set up by communists. Sure. First, I for one think general, the uh, federal government goes too far. I think we should have uh, we should secede personally. I think that any and all centralization is a is usually a bad thing, and so therefore uh, I I liken the federal government to you know the Soviet Union essentially. Uh, we don't need to be in this uh, in this organization anymore. We don't. There's no need to have a federal government out there. Just as though there's no, just as there's no need for the UN. Uh, so yeah, I'm with you completely. Any other thoughts? Well, my, my thoughts are, it, it's just that we have been attacked. Who's we? And, and what were, who were we, we attacked were, by? We, are, we were attacked on 9-11, and, and I, I think... And, and I don't know I, who I mean, we is, but I was uh, completely unmolested on 9-11, so I'm not my sure... Country, my country was, was you know, we're not... Are, are you for... All right, I'm going to put you on hold. We'll bring you back for that one, because I want to know exactly what you're talking about with this collectivist terms. I mean, you just said that the UN was created by communists, and now you're saying we were this and we were that... We'll come back with more. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up what you want toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are totally free, so enjoy those on us. And those features, by the way, include archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, just go and download them from the front page of the website. They go back for an entire year, and they're totally free. Again, that's freetalklive.com. The Free State Project's Porcupine Freedom Festivals, better known as Porkfest, happening June 9th through the 15th. At Porkfest, you'll be able to listen to concerts, enjoy some barbecue, and socialize around the fire with hundreds of individuals who, just like you, cherish liberty and are living the goal of liberty in our lifetime. Discover new freedoms, new communities, and new beginnings. Register today at porkfest.com. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Now, I want to go back to David in New Hampshire, listening on WNTK in the Upper, upper Valley region. David, I don't, I don't, didn't want to sound snarky before or anything like that, but seriously, I used to have this problem, and I, and I probably still do to some extent. I'm trying to disabuse myself of it, and so when I hear others um, it, eliciting the same problem, 
I uh, I want to uh, to point it out because it's important to me. You said a few moments ago that uh, the UN was created by communists, so I would think that you might be someone who would be concerned that you yourself are actually using in your speech you're using collectivist terminology like we uh, we were not attacked on September 11th. There were 3,000 about 3,000 Americans that were murdered on September 11th, and many more that were attacked. But we were not attacked. Okay, um, we're going to disagree on that, but I wanted to ask... Were you attacked on September 11th? Well, my country was. Your country? And I would rather live here... What does that mean, your country was attacked? Can you define? I love the United States of America. That's what I mean. You love the... Wait, wait, let me make... I just want to define things to make sure we're on the same page here, because I may not be understanding you correctly. When you say you love the United States, does that mean you love the plot of land, or do you love the the liberty and the freedom that the America... that the concept stands for? I love the freedom that we do have. Uh, Let me... I'll say one thing that I learned uh, a long time ago, and it's by an anonymous person. All government is evil. It's... uh, they, they exercise unaccountable force. So all government is evil. Excellent. We, we have to agree on that. I'll, I'll okay. agree 100%. Okay, but, but the problem is that this is the most desirable place on Earth that I know of. I would rather live here than any place else on the world. And when you attack, when somebody who, who cooks children and gives them back to their parents on a bed of rice comes over here and blows up part of my country, I take... Uh, I take umbrage to that. And my question is, is there any time to fight? Now, see, since World War II, since since, uh, FDR threw in with the communists and the first first secretary general of of, uh, the uh, UN was Alger Hiss, who was, was a communist spy, I'm, I'm just curious. Is there is there any time to fight? Is well, there any time to? I'd like to bring up since you're bringing up World War II. I'd like to bring up General Smedley Butler. Are you aware of him, David? I've heard of I've heard of the name. I don't He's know who it is. Two time Medal of Honor winner. That's pretty impressive, isn't it? He didn't want us to go into World War II. He said that that war was Europe's war, and it was only an extension of World War I. And I'd have to agree with him that we wouldn't have had a World War II if we wouldn't have gotten involved with World War I. We, meaning the federal government. See, Mark even uses the term we. I, I, I'm more on uh, David's uh, side of the fence here on, on a lot of things, except I don't think this war that uh, the United States has gotten into is, for one, it's not constitutional because no one declared war. Um, and y- they can... They can authorize force for the president and all that other stuff. The Congress can do all kinds of unconstitutional things, and they did. So I don't like it for that reason. And secondly, I'm I'm wholly convinced that the vast majority of uh, Arabs out there would leave us, us, the United States of America, the, the country, alone if we left them alone. And my question to you is, should I be forced to have to pay taxes to finance this war? Should my son, Jack, who's now four days old, should he have the burden that uh, the, the President Bush has put upon him now uh, of having to pay for this war into the future because he's, well, he's mortgaged all of our futures um, in order to pay for this, this nonsense? Should, they, should Jack have to pay? Should I have to pay? I think, I think if you want to live in this country... There's a price to pay. So That's the all. freedom that the freedom that this country affords is the freedom to leave. Is that what you're suggesting, sir? Is that what America's about? I'm telling you to go is away. Is that what the I'm founding? Saying, before you go on, is that what the founding fathers did when the, when they decided that King George had gone too far? Did they just say, "Well, we've got freedom, we're going to leave"? No, 
They picked up arms. Now, I'm not suggesting that any of us should do this, but they picked up arms and they defended themselves and they defended the freedom and they defended the freedom of their children and you and I benefit from it. And now we've turned into this socio um, uh, 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 fascist socialist country, this empire that was exactly what they didn't want. They didn't want a standing army. And we've got one. They didn't want a, a large, overreaching federal government, and we've got one. And I really, I really question people that call themselves conservatives, and I question people that call themselves for small government, that believes that the United States government hasn't just just gone crazy um, by being an empire all over the world. Well, we're, we're we're an empire to the point where, I mean, we we never marched into any place and, and threw tanks in there. I mean, if, if we had the chance... Iraq? Well, what we've done is, in, in history, what we've done, you know, there was the British Empire where they went and they they conquered places and they, and they established, you know, the sun never set on the British Empire. You're right. You, you're right. We're an empire. Uh, uh, a better term is hegemony. A better term is hegemony because we're not exactly an empire. We're sort of the opposite of an empire. We've taken over the world, but we don't enslave the world um, to pay for uh, you know what we want to do, we enslave the American people to pay for what we want to do. So we're different than an. Um, First the, of all, I'd like the, to say I'm not part of this. We I don't know who we oh is. God, you must please mean the federal stop government. Stuff. I'm we because I'm <laughs> I'm an American unashamedly, well, and I me, I you look, know I would I'm rather American live here too. than any place else. I think I think that we are better people than the people in Iraq. Wow! Now that's quite a that's quite a disturbing statement. What what makes I you? I understand s- that, but but you if if you do any research, you have to look at the, the the religion of Islam, and it was it was you know Muhammad Muhammad uh, actually penned the the, uh, the the satanic verses, and if you ever say anything bad about Islam, they kill you. And the guy that penned seems like uh, the Christians are the doing book, some killing right now too. And, and, and the, the Christians no, I, that are I here in the United States are willing to put me in jail if I don't want to co- if I don't want to pay yeah. for, to send a, an How army Christian after these Islamic people. The mor- do you think that we're the moral equivalent of of uh, Muslims? Here's my answer to that question, sir, and thank you for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. But uh, I don't think we are this or we are that. I think each person on this planet is an individual, and I think putting them, pitting them into groups based on what country they were born in, what land mass they happen to be squozing out of their mother's womb on is absolutely ludicrous. It's as ludicrous as putting someone in a group because their skin is the same color as another person or because their hair or their eyes are the same color as another person to suggest that you're a better person because you were raised here in America under some particular religion versus another person and halfway across the world happen to be raised by different people in a different place. I mean, what kind of madness is that? That seems crazy to me. That's that's is that bigotry, Mark? Would that be bigotry? Uh, well, it, it is, and it's it's the same thing that governments always do. Um, now he stated that governments are evil and because they have a monopoly privilege on force, and I have to agree with him. But you know, the, the this is what governments do: is they pit groups of people against each other. And the government's like a tool; it's 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 a it's an implement of force that can be used by whatever group happens to be in power right. in that particular place. We're all human beings, and we're all equal based on that. What makes people bad or good is what they choose to do with their freedom that they have. If they choose to harm others, then they They're bad. That's all. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free. But if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. Bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line for you. Uh, That's 1-800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got the Shrine of Female listeners there. Dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo to prove they listen to the show. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com. See what it's about at shrine.freetalklive.com. How would you like to lose up to 25 pounds in just nine days without permanently changing your diet? Check out this amazing doctor-recommended cleanse. Go to ftldiscount.com. Read some real testimonials and find out how to order there ftldiscount.com. All right, just uh, real quick, a few more comments on the uh, the concept that was uh, let loose a few moments ago on the show before we continue with the calls. The idea that uh, Americans are better than the rest of the world, I find absolutely disgusting and despicable. Well, uh, I, I think that I think that the uh, the country uh, was founded on concepts that are far superior than uh, other countries uh, from which they get the you know the the ideas that they draw their their ideas from. So I can get that. And then, then therefore, um, since Americans were raised under these concepts, we have some inkling of th- concepts like liberty and freedom, self-actualization, uh, the ability to uh, make things and sell them, you know, uh, sort of capitalism, at least on a small scale. I don't um, – large scale, it, it seems to be corporate control. But – uh, you know, so uh, people in other countries they don't have those concepts. So I can, I can see where uh, David was coming from with that statement. But when you're talking about religions, um, you know, yeah, I've I've got some problems with the Muslim religion. I do, but I think that the we're feeding and fanning the fires of the hatred of the Muslims by being in a hundred and thirty something countries around the world with seven hundred and something military bases. It's it, it's not difficult for an Amman in uh, Iran to say the United States is the great Satan. They want to take over the world when, in fact, we have 130 military bases. We have 700, uh, 130, uh, mil- 700 military bases in 130 countries around the world. That's easy for them to do. We're making it true for them. And, you know, when, they, when you're in Iraq and somebody kills your mom or kills your brother or kills your whole family in some kind of uh, bombing incident... Well, you might grow up to be a terrorist too. You might grow up to be. Um, you might grow up to to hate the United States. That's understandable. Absent all that in, in interventionism, which, by the way, I don't play any role in. I don't send any money, so please don't include me in that. We. Uh, but uh, absent all that interventionism and absent the 130 military bases, then then uh, the, obviously those hopefully that hatred wouldn't come about. But people around the world, most of them are. Just regular folk, you know, they've just, they're like you, they've got to put food on the table for their family, they've got to earn some money to make it so they can do that, and those are the things they focus on for their lives, improving their lot in life and focusing on making their lives better. That's what people all around the world are doing. Sure, there are some bad apples out there, we've got plenty of them here in America, they're called politicians, okay, they're bad people in every country of the world. But just because there are some bad people some places doesn't mean that all the people that, they're, that are surrounding them or that they are subjugating are automatically bad people. It's ludicrous to believe that, and it's very collectivist to believe that idea. Most people, 99% of them, I think, are very good people that are just trying to live their lives, and there's nothing inherently wrong or bad about the way they go about it. What's wrong and bad is when you've got people that are using force on others. We call that government or criminals, you know, whichever 
you know, whichever word you'd like to choose to describe them is fine by me. But when you use force on your neighbor, when you threaten your neighbor with consequences, jail, death, being plucked out of their lives, ruining their lives, you know, some sort of a, uh, a permanent criminal record. When, when someone is threatened with consequences for not harming another person, then you're doing wrong. Whatever country you're in, whatever your skin color, whatever your gender, if you're hurting another person or threatening another person with harm, you are doing wrong. And people should be judged on their individual actions, not by the plot of land they were born in or who their neighbor is. People should be judged individually. Doesn't that make sense? Isn't that what America was all about, is individual freedom? Shouldn't we stop putting people into groups? Please? 800-259-9231. We go to, uh, let's go to Michael on the line, the amp line in North Carolina, on the trail of Appalachia. Hello, Michael. That's right. That's right. I've got uh, two quick items for you tonight, Ian, but uh, first, congratulations, Mark. I just heard the news today. Thank you. That's Mark's uh, Mark's wife had a uh, kid a few days ago, for those that have not heard the news. There you go. So- okay. Uh, like I said, I've got two quick items. One is uh, a quick update on Real ID in New Hampshire. Uh, it turns out that uh, on Thursday, the Department of Homeland Security decided to grant New Hampshire an extension on complying with the Real ID Act. Even though New Hampshire never asked for the extension. Even though New Hampshire never asked for the extension and has a law prohibiting it from participating in the Real ID program. Which is also, I I believe, what they did with Montana. I think they also gave Montana the extension even though they didn't ask for it. They did the same thing for Montana. So does that basically mean uh, that uh, we were correct in calling their bluff that, uh, you know, the federal government had threatened New Hampshire and Montana and a couple other states that if they didn't get in line with Real ID and they didn't ask for an extension, then come May 11th, all hell was going to break loose and no one was going to be allowed to travel with uh, or none of the people that live in those states would be allowed to travel without a secondary screening? That's true. The federal government blinked. And uh, it. It's good. They just put it off. I mean, come the end of 2009, when the extension expires, we're going to do this all over again. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to we'll have to keep watching it. But uh, but yeah, federal government blinked. Well, that's one of the things they can count on is that we will keep watching it and we will be ready for them to uh, to try again. And so we we were correct in our predictions that they were bluffing. What was your other item, Michael? Uh, the other item is the federal government is conducting surveillance of my bathroom habits. Why's that? As you, as you, uh, as you know, your Saturday listeners haven't heard this yet, but uh, as you know, I'm attempting a, a through hike of the Appalachian Trail, which is uh, 2,100 miles of mountains from from Georgia to Maine. And uh, down in Georgia, well, here's how you go to the bathroom in the woods. You either go in the woods, or if you're at a shelter, which are a few miles apart, sometimes they have these privies, like outhouses. Mm-hmm. And uh, in some of these outhouses, the U.S. government has installed these uh, boxes, and they're counting in these privies. They're counting how many people use the privies and how much uh, waste goes into the privies. Kind of disturbing. It, it is disturbing. It was disturbing the first time I saw one, and they've got them in probably about half the privies I've seen. Which uh, how does it know to count you exactly? Is it by how many times the door opens, or is it some sort of infrared thing, or what's the technology they've, there? They've got a pressure plate on the uh, on the floor there, where where when you stand, when you sit down, your your feet are on it, and uh, it counts you then. Wow, <laughs> sounds like an expensive program. 
It probably is, and, and a little sign that was posted in the privy says it's it's a several year project. So uh, I don't know how much money they're wasting on this, but uh, I can tell you up here in North Carolina, they just come out once a year and, and haul out the waste out of the privies, and they don't count how many people are using them or anything like that. Yeah, so, it sounds like another make-work um, program. It sounds like somebody got a grant to uh, spend a bunch of money and probably sit around and, you know, this is their job now is to go and check this hardware every so often, and that's probably about all yeah. that's going on. And monitor human waste in the backwoods. There you go. Yeah. Thanks for the call tonight, dude, and good luck with the rest of your hike. I shudder to think how much we're spending, uh, it, we being the uh, the taxpayers of America, mm-hmm. are spending to count, uh, you know, the... How many people are pooping the, on the Appalachian the Trail? The excrement uh, that's being produced on the Appalachian Trail. It's probably in the hundreds of thousands, at least. Oh, I would think so. I can't yeah. imagine the government would do, do, do anything for less than a million. 800-259-9231. Let's talk to John in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, John. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind? Hey, uh, well, congratulations on the, the new, birth, new birth. Thank you. Hey, no problem. Um, well, the whole thing with, uh, you know, superior as supremacy, basically, um, I, I, I'm disturbed because... You know, you can say that you have a superior form of government, but to say that you have a superior culture or a superior religious background... I'm disturbed as well. I'll let you continue in a moment. Hang on. 800-259-9231. You, as always, can bring up anything. This is your show. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is a live Saturday edition, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there are free. If you like the show want to help support Free Talk Live, then go shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. You can buy anything. 41 categories to shop in. Everything from high-dollar electronic items to toilet paper. I mean, they sell it all at Amazon. Uh, plus, you can even buy used stuff, and Free Talk Live will get a cut of that as well. So start your shopping experience at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Let's go back to John in Michigan. Uh, John, you were just getting started in your on your comments about this idea that some people have in America that... Somehow, American culture is better than everybody else. And go ahead with your comments, sir. Yeah, well, uh, in in Denmark, I think it is, there's uh, a guy there who's uh, in the legislature or their parliament, whatever you want to call it, who's trying to pass legislation to ban all um, uh, immigration by, from any Muslim anywhere in the world. Hmm. And his basis is that the Judeo-Christian uh, belief system is superior to all other systems. And uh, uh, he was interviewed uh, by ABC News, and they said, isn't that bigotry? And he goes, no, no. He goes, it's just a simple fact. And, huh. and that's disturbing because it re- reminds me of, of the excuses that, that Hitler came up with or, or that the KKK would come up yep. with, is that, you know, it's supremacist um, um, 
Right. You know what the KKK would say is that uh, black people are nothing but uh, monkeys. You know that they're uh, you know they were bred with I believe Cain bred with a monkey and therefore created black people is some of this gobbledygook that they say some of this nonsense. Of course, um, I believe um, Muslims uh, will often say that uh, that white people uh, were Cain bred with a with a pig. So either way, <laughs> well, well, like, well, there's is, there's hate all over. But uh, the the KKK uses that sort of they are subhuman. So we can attack, we can enslave, we can do whatever we want with those people. And you're exactly right. That is where it comes from. That's supremacy. That's, that's it in a nutshell. And another, and another thing is that I find it odd that, that Christians, Jews, and Muslims fight amongst each other for the superiority of culture or religion when all three religions actually share a common thread, and that is uh, many of the Old Testament prophets. It, it's it's just funny that some of the extremists in the religions are the people who actually carry out the uglier uh, verses that are held within uh, those, those Old Testament verses. Right, uh, and we've know, given and the extremists uh, power in this country. In this country, you know, people uh, like uh, I believe it was David who called in and said something to the effect that uh, you know we are Americans are superior to the rest of the world. You know, we give the extremists power in this country when, you know, scary things happen. Uh, 9-11 happened. Well, we, we must attack. And it's really the same in the uh, the Middle Eastern countries. The extremists get power when people are scared. Well, the, the, the United States is here and it's killing our people. Well, that's yeah. how people get power, through fear, through protection, as though government can protect you. Yeah, and Osama bin Laden's henchmen have been spreading the propaganda that America is going to attack you. They're going to occupy. Uh, they're 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 a Christian nation that wants to uh, convert you all. And yet, yet we have people on the extreme conservative side here in the United States screaming that we're a Christian nation. And then, so when when the when the average uh, Islamic person is sitting in their 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 living room and they turn on the TV and they hear our pundits over here claiming that we're a Christian nation and all this stuff. It feeds right into the the recruiting machine that people like Bin Laden are out there stealing. Well, sure, so and it, it also doesn't fat. it also doesn't help to have uh, American troops actually occupying their streets at the same time. So when they go look out their window, they see Americans uh, holding guns and uh, and threatening people. So you're absolutely yeah, yeah, right. That too. <laughs> I mean, can you? Can, I don't think Americans really understand this, and it maybe it's very hard for them to envision this. But but for those Americans out there that are outraged at what we're saying right here, what you? How dare you talk bad about the American government that way? Well, imagine if just for a moment, imagine if you looked out your window tonight and saw Chinese troops in your neighborhood. Saw them just running their little missions in your neighborhood and rolling tanks down the street and, uh, you know, uh, breaking yeah, into your neighbor's home. Yeah, the Second Amendment would, would pop into uh, ordinance uh, extremely fast. Uh, we'd all be uh, hoping that the Second Amendment was protecting our our private property against a, a Chinese invasion at that point. And, 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 of course, Americans would be fully justified in fighting back against uh, an invading force like that. Uh, but the yeah, Chinese media would probably call them insurgents for doing so. So uh, yeah, if it, Americans would be justified in fighting, in fighting back against that, that kind of occupation, what about the uh, Iraqi militias out there that are fighting to get rid of America yeah, out of their country? It, it's, it's, it's the fact that we're... Our government uh, has displayed an ignorance of A, culture, B, the power of insurgency, uh, C, the, the, the overall uh, 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 
thousand-year feuds uh, between different sects of, of faith that are almost insurmountable to, to overcome. And I, and I think that, that our, our ignorance has, has fueled uh, this backlash and, and, and everything that we're seeing, like the CAA calls it, blowback. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now in, in what is it, uh, Basra, we've lost control of the port city. I mean, the surge has gone from surge to scourge. It's really, uh, I don't know what what we do. If we pull out or if we stay, the same amount of genocide is going to go on there. It's it's like catch-22. We're damned if we do, we're damned if we don't. Well, I am not included in the we, but thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. I still pay my taxes, so I'm included. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear about that. Let's continue with your calls and talk to Mac in Georgia. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Mac. Uh, Hey, Mac. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, congratulations, congratulations on the baby, first Thank of you, all. Man. And secondly, I got a letter today. Okay. I got a letter. First of all, Mark, I got a question. Since you are a convicted felon, what's the purpose of probation, in your opinion? Well, um, I, I guess it, the idea is is to keep an eye on uh, somebody who's uh, you know, been bad, so that uh, if they act bad again, we can uh, toss them in jail or something like that. What it seems to be is um, effectively is you're taking, uh, especially with parole, um, specifically you take you take a bad a bad person, uh, you you put them in a bad place, you treat them badly for uh, you know an amount of time, and then you let them out and you expect them to be a good little person and never make any kind of mistake and never step out of line when there's all these laws out there. And it it, it seems to be just a fast track back to jail. Well, as y'all might remember, I was in the hospital a couple weeks ago with the staph infection. Staph infection, yeah. Yeah. And you know, I'm you know, they had me doped up on pain because I was in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Well, I missed my meeting with the probation office, and when I was when I finally came so when I was in the hospital, I called my probation officer, who was on vacation, and, you know, informed me I was in the hospital and I was not going to be able to make the meeting next week. Mm-hmm. The week after, the week after um, you know, the question, it was like a Wednesday, Thursday, and I was supposed to meet with them like Tuesday, the Tuesday. Well, I got a letter today saying that I failed to report my last appointment. <laughs> I violated my probation. He rescheduled me for Tuesday, and if I don't report to her, he's going he's gonna to send me back to the judge and recommend to send me back to jail. So well, at least they're giving you a second chance. I don't know if that always happens with people on probation. It, it shouldn't even be a chance. The guy was in the hospital. And that's the that's the really one of these problems with any kind of government program is one size fits all. A guy misses his probation appointment. It doesn't matter if he's unconscious in a hospital bed. We had an appointment. Now, did they receive your excuse, or did they send the letter prior to receiving the excuse? Oh, I got the letter. They according to this, according to the date that he printed it, it was on the twenty eighth. So that was yesterday, I think. Yeah, yesterday. Yes, he sent it out. So she did. So she should have gotten your excuse, but she didn't even acknowledge it in the letter. Right. So basically, you've got till you've got till you've got on Tuesday. You're gonna you're gonna go and uh, and and go this time, right? Yeah, I'm going. The thing about it is that I I had you know you had to you had to pay the supervising fees and you know you had to put stuff on your fines. I'm I missed a week out of work. I'm I'm struggling to pay my bills right now as it wow. is, and you know, ask. I know she's going to ask if I'm going to pay something, if I'm going to pay something on my, on my fines. I'm like, no. And she's going to ask me if I'm going to pay her. I'm like, no. I'm, I mean, I don't see the point about it. I sit in the office for 30 minutes, wait to see her. 
That's another go. it's another revenue collection thing. You know that's what they're all about. Thank you for the call tonight, Mac. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. says, once you get out of jail, not only is the probation system another way for you to go back to jail, because most people, a VOP is going to get them right back in, uh, and it's also another way to just keep milk and money from people because you got to pay for the privilege of being on probation. Well, it's not like um, the the government is keeping the money; it's giving it to the bureaucrat that uh, does the the supervision. But oh, that's nice. It's still milking, you know. Yep. I mean, it's still milking to grow the bureaucracy. These are people, like Max said, that are struggling to get back on their feet, and you're nickeling and dime. You're continuing to nickel and dime them. I mean, I can understand the frustration and why someone might. Make some desperate. Make a mistake. Desperate people do desperate things. Yep, hour three's coming up. You bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. The Sickle CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. And that's freetalklive.com. We start things out with your phone calls, but then we still have to get to the story about the micromanaging super ultra intrusive pet regulations that sweden is announcing and before you think well it's no big deal it's sweden well we'll explain why it might be a big deal here in a moment but first we go to jeremy in montana listening on kgez hello jeremy hello jeremy jeremy Jeremy, with his radio turned up and the feedback hello i'm here hey what's on your mind i had to turn down y'all sound great over my stereo man the Mm -hmm. music was awesome Oh, good to hear. Good to hear. I've, I, from what I understand, our uh, network has been putting in some new equipment, and because our signal had deteriorated recently, so hopefully the Free Talk Live on-air signal should be sounding better than ever. All right. So, what's on your mind? I'm fixing to have to go amp though, because I'm moving where there's no cell service. So. Oh no. Hopefully, uh, or I can figure out how to do it, you know, or whatever. But Shouldn't be too hard. Anyway, I was. Uh, Y- y'all are a big relief to me at the end of the day. Of uh, I mean, I love John Stokes and Jack Blood and Alex Jones, all that stuff. Yeah, no one but knows who end- you're talking about, but go ahead. Uh, at the end of the day, um, I'm glad to get a break from all that. You know what I mean? Conspiracy this, conspiracy that. For I people mean- that don't know, he's referring to the other shows on the station he's listening to. Many of our radio listeners would have no idea who you're referring to, Jeremy. But yes, well, so it's- they're G. We're glad we can give you a, a brief respite in your day. For, sometimes he hosts for Jack Blood, but they're GCN network anyway. But Thank you. Yes. So I, what else? Well, mm-hmm. I was wondering if we could talk about something more fun, like advocating more uh, topless uh, women while people play poker and pass bongs around in front of the <laughs> municipal. <laughs> Sounds like a good time to me. Uh, yeah, topless women. I like that idea. I, I'm well, all in favor of it. Well, that and poker and passing the bong instead of the bottle. I don't know. Well, we're going to be like doing we're going to be doing a little bit of public poker here in uh, the next couple weeks here in New Hampshire. We've got a uh, an event scheduled here on the 19th of uh, of April called Freedom Fest here in Keene. And uh, it's going to be going on. It's a Saturday afternoon thing, and uh, the the main purpose is to reach out to people and talk about liberty. But the uh, the secondary purpose uh, is to. I wonder how that'll touch the ones who uh, 
don't normally listen to y'all, or maybe they're first-timers. I don't know how they'd feel about It'll touch that. people that happen to be walking by, because we're doing it in uh, in public on Main Street in, in Keene, New Hampshire, and so all kinds of people just be on the street that particular day. Uh, and so we're looking forward to seeing what the reaction is, if any. I hope there's none. I hope that the government leaves us alone, because we are going to have a table where people will be gambling in public, and here in New Hampshire... Gambling in public is not legal, so or gambling at all is not legal. So it should be very interesting to uh, to see what uh, what transpires. Will you have a will you have a uh, live cam, maybe set up? No, I don't think we have that ability. Though it's, uh, I don't know how that. I, I know that Free Minds TV is going to be there. FreeMindsTV.com. They'll be taping things, so you'll be able to get it online later. Uh, but uh, as far as live coverage is concerned, that I don't think it's going to be an option. So if you want to be there live, you'll have to be there live. Jeremy, thanks for your call tonight, dude. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Should be very interesting to see how the government people handle that. Because we are advertising the fact that there will be gambling at the event. Now, we're not advertising it as civil disobedience. Because we're just going to be acting like we're free people, like we're free individuals. I think you should uh, confront the uh, government officials and, you know, send them, you know, let them know we're going to gamble. Because otherwise they might just think you're, um, you, you, you don't know what the laws are and therefore they can come down upon you like any other hapless boob. But instead... Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, I think the so. The event's called Freedom Fest. I think it's pretty clear that we know exactly I wouldn't exactly give them too much credit. I, I, th- that actually has been a, dis- uh, a discussion that we've had, Mark, and I, I mean, I'd love to have you throw your ideas in as to why you think it's good to throw it in their face, because some people have said that we shouldn't throw it in their face, that we should just live free, and then if they decide to do something awful, then we should be prepared for that. But you're saying we should throw it in their face and say, essentially, nah, 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 we're going to be gambling? That's basically what your, your approach is? It's, uh, you're doing it for the purpose of civil disobedience? No. What are you doing it for? For the purpose of gambling. I don't. I, don't, I disagree. I don't think you're doing it for that purpose. I think you're doing it as civil disobedience. You can call it whatever you want, but we've actually. This is part. This has been part of the discussion. Should we call it civil disobedience or should we just call it gambling? Well, as it turned out, um, some of the people that were willing to gamble were only willing to gamble if it wasn't called civil disobedience, uh, because the 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 perception, I guess, or the the idea is, and I'm not really. In favor of one or the other. I think either way is fine. I don't really care which way it goes. As long as people are gambling in public, that's all I care about. Uh, So, you know, the question is, should it be called civil disobedience? Is that a little too in your face? Should we be in your face with the government people, or should we just live our lives free? And that way it looks like they're picking on us. Because if it looks like we're throwing out, you know, if if it looks like we're throwing it in their face, then that could, could reflect negatively from the public's perception. Like, well, you were asking for it. Well, we're not asking for it. We're not. Uh, the, the public's going to say the same thing whether one way or the other. Whether you throw it in their face. For one, the public wouldn't know whether you uh, sent uh, an advertisement to the cops or not. Secondly, That's true. as far as they're concerned, if you step out of line, citizen, you're asking for it. That's how these authoritarian um, you know, sort of people that you got what you deserve. You knew that there was no gambling in New Hampshire, and I don't care if it was just a penny. The law is the law. It's the law. You must suffer, because otherwise the, the casinos will come in here and they'll ruin our way of life. They'll, <laughs> they'll steal our culture. They'll bring in illegal aliens. It's a nation and, of laws. It's, it, the U.N. will come next. I mean, these kind of people yeah. are out of their minds, and they yeah. will do whatever it takes. They will hurt whomever they need to hurt in order to get what they want, which is, in this case, you know, some kind of moral thing about gambling. And 
you know what? Americans don't even have this moral thing about gambling anymore. Now it's just this fear that uh, having casinos will, will bring in organized crime. <laughs> and um, and, and <laughs> the organized crime is already the there. Gov- and, and the government wanting uh, to be able to control things. We've got lotto in this state. It's run by the state. Are you yeah. telling me that we can't handle a little more gambling? Those Big are, deal. By the way, those are the organized criminals. <laughs> They're the most organized. Government people are organized criminals. Now, I'm not talking about the low-lying bureaucrats that are just trying to, you know, get a paycheck. I'm talking about the ones that are creating the laws and the well, people at the in the upper echelons. I think those are the criminals. I think those are the dons, but I'm afraid yeah. that if you're if you're part of that organization, you're you're a criminal. Look, it, look. Your wife used to be part of that organization. You know, I, I'm willing to absolve it. I'm not saying that you should chop their heads off or anything like okay. that. But people need to be confronted with that fact that they are working for a criminal enterprise. If I work for the mafia and the mafia guns people down on the streets of uh, Keene, New Hampshire here and, uh, you know, does all that other stuff. But, but all I do is keep their books. Am I a criminal? All right, Mark, I'm with you. I see where you're coming from. I was just trying to give those guys a break. I wear, I wear the colors every day, you know, of, of the Crips or the Bloods. Am I not a Crip or a Blood? Am I not a criminal? <laughs> 1-800-259-9231. So we have chosen to not label it as civil disobedience, even though it clearly is. Uh, we have chosen to not throw it in their faces simply because I would like to see us go unmolested. This I would is, like to have no arrests happen at this This is why event. I don't like playing with the civil disobedience crowd. What do you mean? All the, um, you know, to, to, to get them all together, you get all this armchair quarterbacking. We should do this. We should do that. And there's all this discussion. As far as I'm there concerned, really wasn't much discussion. it should be one person doing one thing, and then everybody can come support that person. Well, in the same way that in David this case, did his, it's going to be uh, multiple people. It has been, up until this point. Why should it be one person, Mark? Shouldn't it be more than one? Wouldn't civil disobedience be more effective if it's more than one? Are committees more effective than a single guy at the um, running a company? No, there but, you go. That, but that's you're not. That's not the point here. It's a it's a committee decision, and I don't like committee. There decisions. was no committee decision. It's well, my the, event. The, the, I'm organizing the committee event. decision, uh, making deciding whether or not it's going to be called civil disobedience and whether or not you're going to send a flyer to the cops. That's a committee decision. That, there was no committee decision. I took input, Mark, and I made a I made a decision based on that. There's no committee deciding on anything. So sorry, you're wrong about. Yeah, that. I, I just it, 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 to me, I, I just don't like it. So are you? But you're going to be there. I'm going to be there. I'm not going to gamble. <laughs> okay. Well, very I good. I may gamble if I feel like it. Yeah, it'll be too. my one choice of whether or not yeah. I will. Everyone will be making that choice on that particular time and that day, and we'll let you know how it goes here. Uh, of course, coming up here in a matter of weeks, what will happen? What will be the government's response to people gambling in public? Will they ignore us? Because they only have two choices: ignore us or arrest us. It's one or the other. We'll find out. More on the way. Hollis is on the line, and we'll take your calls about anything, plus crazy pet regulations all coming up. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up what you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line for you. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got lots of features, and they're all free, including the bulletin board system. Over 340,000 posts. That's a lot of posts, and there's a lot to talk about, from serious issues to fun stuff. You'll find it all for free at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. The world's largest machine gun shoot and military gun show is April the 11th through the 13th at Knob Creek Gun Range. It's fun for the whole family with machine guns and flamethrowers for rent. Damn right. (laughs) Helicopter rides and 800 tables. 800 tables showcasing handguns, rifles, shotguns, and more. 
That's got to be the biggest gun show in America. It, the largest in the world, it says. Yeah. Opens at 9 a.m., $10 per person. KnobCreekRange.com. That's K-N-O-B CreekRange.com. I think I've seen some footage from that before with people just letting loose with this crazy machine guns. It was really just amazing. Uh, so looks like and sounds like a great time. Let's go to your phone calls. Hollis in Missouri, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hollis. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind? Oh, well, uh, I found out they added uh, three new people to the payroll at my government high school. Oh. And these, uh, these, these individuals happen to be hall monitors. Did and, uh, paid these, hall these monitors? Hall mon- are these people that are uh, students, or are they... No. So- no. Uh, the, like three big guys that just <laughs> walk the halls, make sure you know, you're not going to vending machines or anything, and <laughs> they get to carry around taser guns. Tasers. Hmm. Does that sound like anything you're familiar with, Mark? It oh, sounds I don't like know. prison. Well, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't give the guards weapons in uh, prison because they knew that uh, if they did, that the convicts would take them away from them and use them on them. That's uh, the, that's not the policy. But it, they did hire the biggest guys they possibly could to keep uh, keep keep the peace, as it were. So, how do you feel about all this, Hollis? Well, uh, when I when I thought about it, uh, school is basically supposed to make you be more submissive. Mm-hmm. Government and stuff. So what I thought this was is they're trying to make you feel more comfortable with police and sort of things roaming. Yeah, I think you're and probably just, on the right track there. They uh, they want to acclimate you to having uh, being watched at all times. Don't forget the uh, the metal detectors at the doors, and uh, you know they can go through your backpack anytime they feel like it, or your locker. Bring in dogs to sniff around. These are the kind of things that just kind of lull Americans. If if you get that in high school, you're used to it everywhere. Right, they're there for your protection, Mark. So much for freedom in America. Any other thoughts, Hollis? Oh yeah, um, I read this book on the. The Wild West and how how it wasn't really so wild and how uh, no, it wasn't. private private um, law enforcement really worked and that crime rates were actually really low. Can you give me an example of that? Private law enforcement working? Do you recall? No, I can't really. But I mean, it it's a, it was in a book written by a libertarian and Ron Paul had some good things to say about it. What? Uh, who wrote the book? Uh, Thomas Woods. Thomas Woods. Yeah, I think he uh, he blogs over at LouRockwell.com, uh, which is, by the way, a great uh, libertarian website. Thank you for the call tonight, Hollis. Good luck with the uh, the hall monitors. Let's uh, let us know how that pans out for you guys. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. We continue here. Johnson's on the line in Connecticut on the amp line. You know, I look forward to the day when uh, homes are flame retardant enough. So that you can use a flamethrower as the ultimate self-defense weapon for your home, because that'd make a statement, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you certainly don't want to set a criminal on fire, and then he like runs around on fire, and then like catches your drapes, and then you know, the whole place goes down while you're yeah. trying to defend yourself. I think it would only happen once, though. I mean, at that point, no <laughs> ever, ever other criminal is ever going to come back. To uh, maybe, maybe, but I really don't think so. You know as well as I do, the punishments aren't uh, big deterrents as far as crime goes. Um, criminals don't believe that they're going to get caught doing their crime. They're a little smarter. They're a little luckier, whatever it is. They're a little more desperate. They don't expect to get caught. So That's true. You don't want to present a challenge. But um, anyway, the reason why I wanted to call is actually I want to call both of you out oh uh, on two separate occasions. And um, I guess I'll, I think you'll both be equally offended and accosted by what I have to say. But I think I'd like to call it Ian first because it'll probably take less time. Um, Ian, <laughs> okay. you say that you don't contribute to the system, but you do pay property taxes. So 
So like I, I am to Mark earlier, we, we, we all the way home. <laughs> it's cute. But I, what I was saying is I don't contribute to the federal system, which, of course, if you really want to um, nickel and dime me there uh, and, br- you know, bring me down on, uh, you know, tiny little issues. Yes, I do have a cell phone. So technically a fraction of my cell phone bill will be going to the federal government. And uh, some gas taxes, I believe, go to the feds. I normally don't buy gas. You've flown before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've flown before. I have flown airline. before, but I do not actively support but, the federal government. Right, and, 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 and to, to his defense, he's letting that money go. He's saying, okay, uh, you know, you big bad people, I'm willing to, to, to give you a little bit of vig off of this cell phone just because I want a cell phone. I'm willing to give you a little bit of money off of this plane flight because... Um, you know, I I, I want to make business. It, yeah, I want to I want to make I want to fly, but he's not really uh, you know part of the tax paying system in in the sense that you know he doesn't pay his federal income right. tax. And while it is true that I do pay property taxes at this point in time, I would like to uh, to stop paying or at least maybe stop paying a portion of them. And uh, and and we've actually discussed this recently on the air. I would like other people to to join me in that, and so therefore uh, that will require more activists here in New Hampshire before I. I'm willing to finally right. take that step. Hopefully you've only paid for a couple of bullets. <laughs> Very good, sir. <laughs> calling Mark uh, out? That's Yes, and now calling Mark out. Uh, Mark, so talking about this committee protest, and you, you were saying that basically it's better to be run by one person. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering when your event is going to be. I'm wondering <laughs> what you're planning. Well, I've, I have done a few things on my own here. Um, I've... Uh, you know, I've gone to the anti-war protests out there with the, with the little old ladies in the in the, in the circular square in Keene. Wait, but I thought you were running something. But I'm only doing it um, for myself. And the only thing I'm running, I run for me. I've gone uh, to uh, city council meetings and held signs that say uh, no, held a sign. No, but I thought you were putting together an act of civil disobedience. No, I don't want to put together a bunch with with other people. That is civil disobedience, holding a no, sign. No, no. People, I thought you were going to go out there and just do something and hope that people showed up and support you. That's what you were talking about, wasn't it? Um, well, I guess people did show up to support me when I uh, held the sign for the, uh, the the amount of domain abuse that was going on here. Come on, the... Mark. You just admit it. You were <laughs> armchair quarterbacking the civil disobedience people, and you had no intention of going out and doing it yourself, right? What are you talking about? You're not actually good. You were just saying that you thought what you thought the civil dis- disobedience people should do I'm and how they I should behave. I'm saying I don't like committee decisions, and it sounds like it's getting to be a committee decision there with your little Yeah, gig, not at all. Gig. I think I pretty right, much pointed out it wasn't. Mark, as far as the committee decisions going, how can you say that? How can you, you know, get involved in that when you're unwilling to go out and make a non-committee decision and go out and start an event on your own and say vocally, I'm doing this? You know, I, I've been uh, very, uh, I've been seriously considering, um, uh, you know, doing a couple of things. I want to, uh, I, I recently got a flat tire that I got on the road by hitting a pothole, and I'm going to uh, send a letter to the New Hampshire state government demanding $50 to pay for my tire, and then I'm going to file a lawsuit to, uh, to try to get my money, and at which point I can grandstand in front of, uh, hopefully, a jury of my peers uh, claiming, you know what would be impressive who is this to me? organization? You know what would be impressive to me is if you said, I'm going to go out and fix this pothole at this date and this time, and anyone can come out with me. I don't know how to fix a pothole. You have no idea. Well, have someone show up who knows how. <laughs> yeah, I love that wouldn't idea. It, wouldn't that be their civil disobedience? <laughs> hey, Johnson, thanks for the call, dude. I appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Mark, with time, will come along, and there's no doubt about it. You were talking about seceding your property, which I love that idea. Now I'm working on that. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, so if you can get away with that one, I'll join you on that. 800-259-9231. Bring up whatever you want. And I do like the filling in uh, the filling in potholes one. We can come back with that 
and talk to uh, you as well about anything. This is Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. Live Saturday edition of the program. Bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're totally free, including the updates. Get on the list. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something fresh you need to know about Free Talk Live. You can get signed up for free at updates.freetalklive.com. That's updates.freetalklive.com. Attention Libertarians! This summer, the Institute for Humane Studies will be holding 14 seminars on liberty and libertarian thought at locations throughout the country. If you're a college student or recent graduate and interested in thoughtful discussion and challenging lectures, we want you to attend. Participation is free. Apply by March the 31st to find out more at libertarianseminars.com. That's libertarianseminars.com. Just as an aside, I love Johnson's idea of filling in potholes on your own as sort of something that you could do as a liberty activist that really will make a difference in people's lives that you could point to and say... How do, how do people know? You'd advertise it. Uh, for instance, here in Keene, you you have to have, a, a net, I think, a network of activism uh, to make it more effective. Here in Keene, we've got TV shows and, and radio shows that are all about liberty. So you could very easily send a TV crew out to videotape you filling in these potholes and say, hey, look, we're doing this on a voluntary basis. If you want to contribute to this effort, uh, we'll be filling in potholes in your neighborhood soon. So send PayPal to this email address and we'll come fill in some potholes. And uh, not only will you improve people's lives, because everyone hates crappy roads, you'll improve people's lives, and they, they'll see that, that uh, the liberty activists are actually making a difference in doing something tangible, while the government people, that's, it's their job to fix the roads, aren't doing anything, or they're doing a very poor job of it. And it'll be a great study in contrast versus you know, the marketplace versus, uh, versus the government. And in addition, it might even be illegal. <laughs> While you're at it, it, it might be illegal. We've seen stories. I'm sure about, it is. <laughs> about there was a guy who got arrested for uh, for drawing a line on his road out in front of his house, a crosswalk. He drew a crosswalk out uh, several lines, I guess, in, in front of his house. He he got in trouble for that. So it might actually be breaking the law to go and fill in a pothole, which would make the uh, the entire thing even more newsworthy and uh, something worth talking about. So I think, it's, I think it's a great idea. Anyway, let's go to your phone calls. Ladies first, Pam in Kentucky. You are on Free Talk Live listening on WKCT. Hello, Pam. Hi, guys. I really enjoy your program. Thank you. Um, I've got a question for you. In the general election in November, can you just, like, write in Ron Paul or or John Edwards' name on your ballot. I don't know why you would want to, but yes, you can, I think, in most places. <laughs> I, I, don't I know, I'm, I'm wasting my vote. But uh, also, do you have any clue about what they're talking about with um, teachers having to be certified in California or Tennessee in order to do homeschooling? 
I hadn't heard the, the Tennessee one, but we certainly did report the news. Uh, California, was it the Ninth Circuit Court, Mark, or yes, the California always, Supreme always Court? Always the Ninth Circuit Court in California. It was a court out in uh, out west that basically did that that essentially um, outlawed homeschooling uh, unless you have jumped through this government uh, these governmental hoops. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty disturbing, and and homeschoolers that are still out in California really need to be asking themselves why they're still in California, uh, and why not move somewhere else at this point because i mean it, if you just keep sitting back and doing nothing uh and not opposing the government while they do these things they'll just keep regulating your life ever more they'll keep imposing more and more controls and uh, of course the the teachers unions would like to abolish homeschooling altogether and this is just the next step it threatens that, their monopoly yeah it's just the next step down that particular road so i think it's despicable and awful if you want to stay where you are what can you do can you disobey. Just, like, write a letter to protest it to your state government. That's not going to do anything. I mean, you can. It wouldn't hurt, I guess. But uh, I would just disobey. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I think we need more people to just say no to government and its absurd strictures and rules over our lives. I mean, if if, if enough people just said no and went about living their lives how they wanted to, as long as they weren't harming anyone else, then there'd be nothing the government could do about it. The problem comes in, Pam, when when only one person has the courage to say no and the government comes down, cracks down hard on them, throws them in a jail cell, and then points to them and says, see, this is what'll happen to the rest of you citizens if you step out of line. But if a, if a few people or, you know, a percentage of people say no, then... They don't have enough space in the jail for you, and they can't build them fast enough. There are more of us than there are of them, and it's about time we remembered that. So petitions are a lot more effective than one individual writing. Well, yes, that would certainly be the case. There are there there is. <laughs> I think power they ignore petitions. Um, uh, you know, unless it's to get something on the ballot. I think they ignore petitions a great deal too. Yeah, we will not they, solve this problem. They don't really problem. seem to care what we think about their right. government. They just care whether or not we obey. Right. We we will not solve the problem of this government that we have by playing their game, by obeying their rules. And until we figure that out, until each individual finally decides to take a stand for their liberty, then we'll continue, you know, individually we'll continue to suffer under the rule of these tyrants calling themselves our government. Any other thoughts? Do you happen to know what either Ron Paul or John Edwards' stance is on the homeschooling issue? Well, John Edwards is a socialist, so mm. I don't imagine he's very friendly towards it, but I don't really know for sure. John Edwards is, you know, just another run-of-the-mill socialist. I he's, don't imagine he's terribly different than Hillary Clinton no, or Barack Obama. I don't imagine so either. Ron Paul absolutely would be in favor of homeschooling, and I, I don't believe his kids went to... Did, did his kids go to government school? I can't answer that. I'm not sure about that. But either way, Ron Paul's uh, pretty good on the liberty front. Uh, but, uh, you know, like you said, writing in somebody's name, I don't know if it's going to make much of a difference. I think that if you really want to uh, to vote in a way that might be noticed, you might want to consider the libertarian candidate, whoever that ends up being. We don't know who it's going to be yet. We'll know at the end of the summertime. Uh because at least then your votes will be counted, and there's a possibility they might show up somewhere. But if you write in Ron Paul, you can guarantee that CNN's not going to be counting up the uh, the Ron Paul write-ins and, and reporting that. Of course, then again, they rarely report the libertarian totals either, so really, either way, it's probably not going to do any good.
Thanks for the call tonight, Pam. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. And the, the, the Ron Paul campaign is uh, one of the reasons I've, I've moved from sort of a uh, constitutional constructionist, you know, a person that would like to see the uh, federal government, and I would like to um, see the federal government return to a uh, constitutional uh, size and uh, scope, but it just doesn't, it's just not going to happen. There's just too much power in the federal government, and therefore the, the crooks and the liars are too drawn to it, especially the, uh, the position of president. They're not going to give up that, and right. we're not going to be able to beat them. That's why I believe that uh, each state and even smaller areas should just secede. I yeah, support absolutely. the uh, Lakota Nation that has uh, uh, seceded out there in, um, in South Dakota, and it's actually in five state, five different states out there. But uh, I would, I would like to. I support the Vermont secessionists, even though they're little pinkos at heart. Um, fine with me, go away. Please, uh, I, I support. I support the uh, people in Hawaii, the the natives that want to that want their nation back. Fine, I support them. And I support, here in New Hampshire, we have a, a secession movement to, to create the Republic of New Hampshire and to create a a, uh, a strong liberty, or excuse me, a liberty-oriented uh, state that, uh, you know, believes in the strength of its people. Sounds good to me. 800-259-9231. Lee, uh, we will talk to Samuel listening in somewhere he won't tell us. Samuel, Samuel you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey, uh, how are you guys doing tonight? Just great. What's on your mind? Uh... <laughs> Uh, Mark just said, uh, I believe in the people or something like that. I don't believe in the people. I don't believe I, in the people either. Well, you just said that. I don't, no, I don't think you I, said I, that. I don't think I said I believe in the people. I would, um, I believe in their, uh, sort of rights to do things. Well, the truth of the matter is, gentlemen, and you guys both know this, is, uh, independence is a totally individual occupation, uh, mm-hmm. to, uh, ends, uh, we collectivist dilemma he's talking about earlier. Uh, I don't think you really have anything to worry about there, uh, Ian, because you understand that the word "we" is just a representative word that uh, means uh, some of individuals. Individuals being the root. But anyway, uh, you guys are talking about so many things, Ian. I'm kind of disappointed to hear that you pay property taxes. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of afraid of the current gang here in the area, and I'm not quite ready to step outside of that. Do you pay property taxes? You can answer that in a moment. Hang on, 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. Only in these remaining moments will we have time for your call tonight. If you make it right now, we can sneak you in 800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site we give away. So enjoy those on us. And if you like the show, then buy some Free Talk Live stuff. Head over to the Free Talk Live store at store.freetalklive.com, and you can order Free Talk Live branded merchandise like T-shirts, hats, hoodies, and more. Uh, We've also got stuff that doesn't even have our logo on it. It's got the original Free Marketeer logo, which you can see at store.freetalklive.com. Load up your shopping cart with all kinds of great gear. Let's go to Samuel back on the air with us. Samuel, you uh, had a question about property taxes and me not paying them? Or me paying No, I didn't have a question. I I said I was just a little disappointed to hear you pay property taxes. What about you, Samuel? Do you pay property taxes? Uh, No. uh, Grant, uh, in his memoirs, said there's really only two choices concerning oppressive government. Uh, 
mm-hmm. and that is uh, either overthrow or withdraw. And uh, I like to think of myself as a quarter way intelligent, so I have no utopian fantasies about overthrowing the uh, mightiest government the world has ever known. So my choice is to withdraw, and that means, uh, of course, we all withdraw according to our character, and I've just decided that uh, I have to live the way I think. In, and that's absolute. So I mean, do I, you I, own I, property? I understand why no. you do it. Oh, see, no. then you don't... Okay, how, how do you live exactly? Um, you rent? Very Spartan. Very do, individually. Do you rent? Uh, no. So you live in a tent or a cardboard box or where do well, you... Well, no. <laughs> the tent is, uh, the tent is uh, uh, possibly a next option. Where do you live right now? Where are you sleeping tonight? I am sleeping in a motel room. Okay. Well, you do realize you are paying that when, property you, tax when you pay rent. Well, I understand that the motel owner pays property tax, and my rent for this room goes to pay his property tax, yes. And like I said, my next level is a tent. Well, and I'm I'll accept. I'll, you level. know what, Samuel? I'll accept critique from somebody who owns their own property and doesn't pay property taxes. As far as holding my feet to the flames on that one. Now, I think that there. Hold, I, I understand what you're saying to Samuel, but I, I, I think that there's a way to get around it, and I think that a uh, camper would would probably, um, you know, be a way to to get by with it. You could live in uh, uh, rest you areas. Understand? Walmart. The truth is that no one can own their own property in this country. Oh, that's true. You're not a, I mean, you're not really an owner. You can't. Well, now what? Now, now you're you're you making that point. You have to choose to play the game by government rules because they make the rules or you can choose not to play the game. Now, is that possible? I don't I'm agree. Not... I I'm going to take a, a a third option there and, and say that you can own your property if enough other people also uh, join you in that quest. If if there well, are enough people that are refusing, for, Samuel. If you're going to if you're going to uh, put off your individual ideals on the subject until enough other people join you, I would suggest that you might be waiting a great while. Maybe that's uh, the case. In fact, I have considered just doing it by myself, but these aren't things that uh, that, that that people are necessarily going to be prepared for overnight, and uh, you have to kind of get your ducks in a row, make sure that uh, you've gotten your finances uh, in check, that things have been sort of taken care of before you make that leap. I understand you don't have any property of your own to uh, to protect, so it's easy for you to sit out there and, and critique me on this uh, because you don't yeah, have any assets on the not, line. It's not easy. I mean, I'd love to own property. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, I'd love to own property. I'd love to be able to work as much as I want, as long as I want, as hard as I want, without great portions of my labor being confiscated. Well, you're I'd in love the, where to are own you my own Samuel? property. Why, why huh? don't you even tell us where you're calling from? Well, what's the use? What's, what's that point? You uh, know? What I was going to suggest is if you come to New Hampshire, <laughs> then you'll have other people around you that feel the same way and uh, are working towards that eventual goal. Thanks for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. It's really easy to sit out there and critique me because uh, I've decided to continue paying the local gang while I have chosen to not pay the federal gang. Uh, and I would like to stop paying property taxes, but that's something that requires, I think, a little bit of strategizing. 
I think there has to be a, a certain approach taken with that to publicize one's actions. I think that uh, I, you know, I have been thinking about this quite a bit recently about how I might go about doing it. Should I decide to do it alone? I would like to have other people on board, but I agree with him. It it may be pretty difficult to do. That said, I have received a few emails recently from people expressing a similar interest. They don't live here yet, but they are coming here, and so they like the idea of not paying property taxes. So eventually, maybe we will. Certainly, there are liberty-loving people. It would seem to me if there were five people in a single uh, small town, relatively small place, um, you know, saying to the government, look, we're not going to pay anymore. We don't want to be part of this. Mm. Not We're not going to pay because, uh, you know, not, not, not speaking to them at all, but having a line of open line of communication, talking to the, 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 the people in government right. there, the bureaucrats that want to take your house away if you don't play by their game, saying, look, I don't want to play by your game anymore. I don't want to. Leave me alone. Right. Then they're, you know, they'll be, they'll take you into court, and then you'll have a, an opportunity to talk about it there in front of some guy who's supposed to be impartial, right? <laughs> and uh, you'll, you'll make a hell of a case, I think. Yeah. I would want to publicize it as much as possible and bring as much attention to it as we can. And as more people come here to New Hampshire to join the, join the Free State Project and more New Hampshire uh, natives get activated, which was also what we're seeing. We're seeing New Hampshire natives have been lying dormant for a while, activate for liberty as well, joining our ranks, I think we will see these things happen. And th- this does require careful planning, and that's what we're in the process of doing right now. Let's continue with your calls. John in Oregon, listening on KMED. Hello there. Hey, guys. Can hey. you hear me? Yes, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, I, I was, I'm new to your show, and I'm listening to the broadcast in regards to statehood re, uh, secession. Yes. And I was, I'm blown away by that. that. Out here in Oregon, you've probably heard of it, maybe not, there was a state of Jefferson in the in the south and eastern part of Oregon has been rumored for for long long time. In fact, got very close apparently around the turn of the century, and it failed. Um, but in regards to that, how does a guy there? And there is quite a bit of interest out here in in eastern Oregon and southern Oregon. How how does a guy learn a little bit about this? Or are there any books or any any, any recommendations about this? About secession? Uh, yeah, but how to uh, you know where, any examples or anybody written any books about this? About this movement, I am shocked when I when I heard you say that you know there's a lot of other movements around the country uh, in regards to the same thing. Well, I know the the Wikipedia article on uh, uh, there's a Wikipedia article on secession that uh, pretty much outlines every one of the movements throughout the United States and in the past and all that other stuff. And okay. I, I don't know exactly what you would have to look um, look to find that. I could probably secession, but movements I've got two or, minutes left in the show. Or secession? <laughs> that sounds like, like a that. good place to start. I don't know of any books or anything like that. Uh, but certainly, the Wikipedia would be a great place to start. The Internet's going to be where all this information is. And it's all okay. on the Internet. Many of these uh, movements also have their own uh, websites as well, where mm-hmm. there, you may find discussion boards, for instance. Uh, and certainly, uh, nhfree.com is a place where a lot of secessionists hang out, at least here in New Hampshire, online. But as far as a book, I mean, it's really never been done successfully, so no one really has any success stories I do have write. some uh, advice. If you uh, manage to get any sizable uh, uh, you know, piece of land to secede and have some people, don't fire on a government fort. Yeah. <laughs> That will ruin everything, and that's one of the. That is one. That's an important piece of advice. I mean, it's funny, but it's also important in that uh, right. what we're doing, at least out here, is we're doing a nonviolent revolution. Uh, we right. aren't interested in initiating force back on the government because we don't want to lower ourselves to their level. So what's important to us is that we achieve our liberty through nonviolent means. And so if you can keep your secession movement nonviolent, you uh, you will also be able to keep the high ground. So keep that in it mind as well. 
it's historically been that way in the in the few articles I've read here locally about it. It's 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 an underground kind of an effort, and it's very coordinated. It seems to be very organized and very modest in its attempts. But uh, you know, it's a, we're in a very liberal state here. In the northern part of the state is extremely liberal, and so the eastern part and southern part, the geography of the state is predominantly more on the on. Uh, of a conservative side, but the but the northern corner of that Portland area is very liberal, and as a result, that's why there's this demarcation, and that's why these rumors have abounded here in Oregon for mm. years. I love the idea. I think it's a great idea. I mean, what you're talking about is seceding from your state as opposed to having Oregon secede from the United States. Actually, personal secession, seceding your yeah. your area. I think it's a brilliant idea. You know, I've, I've got a I've got a site here for you. I managed to pull up. It's called RepublicofNH.org, and it has a lot of related sites um, on it and and that kind of thing. The Alaska Independence Party, uh, Hawaii Independence and Sovereign um, Sovereignty. Uh, Middleburg Institute. Sovereignty. And, sorry. Uh, okay. New, Canal, uh, New California Republic, New England Confederation Alliance. It has all kinds of links on there. I think you can find some good stuff at republicofnh.org. And let us know how you do, and lock us in every Saturday uh, Saturday evening there in Oregon. We're on, I think, from 4 to 7 o'clock or 5 to 7. I don't have my schedule in front of me, and shame on me for not remembering, but uh, we're going to continue being on there. It's uh, one of our newer stations, and we really appreciate being on in KMED. Thanks for the call tonight, John, and we appreciate all of our radio stations and all of our listeners. We'll see you Monday night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Have a great weekend. The cynic says, I started losing my hair and there was nothing I could do. I wore a baseball cap because I was self-conscious. The believer says, I started using Avacor two months ago and already I'm regrowing my own hair. My bald spot is going. No caps for me. Are you a cynic? Avacor's formula is FDA approved to regrow your own hair in as little as two months. Avacor's topical formula contains the only ingredient approved by the FDA to regrow hair without risk of sexual side effect. Call right now and ask about getting a free month supply of Avacor and receive Boost just for trying Avacor. Boost can make your hair visibly thicker with its first application. Call 1-800-451-8920. That's 1-800-451-8920. This is a limited time offer, so call now. Call 1-800-451-8920. 1-800-451-8920 or log on to avacorradio.com.